Welcome to Weekly Homilies. Each week we present a homily by Father Mark Suslenko, pastor of the community of Saints Isidore and Maria in beautiful Glastonbury, Connecticut. These are introduced by myself, Jonathan Sozek, director of our community's Faith Formation Office. For more about Father Mark and the life of our community, please head over to isadoreandmaria.org. Today, we present Season 1, Episode 17 of this podcast. We will hear Father Mark's homily from May twentieth, two 2018, Pentecost Sunday in Year B. The Gospel for this week is John, Chapter 20, Verses 19 to 23. Let us listen now to that reading, then hear Father Mark's response. A reading from the Gospel of John. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked, where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. If we had the opportunity to write up a job description for God, what kinds of things would we put on his list? Well, it seemed to me that one of the first and foremost things that God does is lovingly create. After all, you and I would not be here today, nor would this beautiful world in which we live exist, if it wasn't for the loving, creative power of God. God creates with intent and purpose. He doesn't do this randomly, but pays attention to every intricate detail. He is, to use an analogy, a masterful artist who knows how to paint the canvas of life in a way that all pieces fit. We, as the recipients of his creative talent, often marvel at what God does. Who hasn't stood on top of a mountain and looked out in awe over the vastness of what is seen? Who hasn't stood before an ocean and considered the depths of all that could be before them? Or a view up into the sky, at the stars and the galaxies that are unable to be seen, but we know exist. In wonder and in awe, we can certainly enjoy and appreciate God's work, even down to the simplest of things, the birth of new life. All captivates us and draws us into the beauty of God's design. Now, we've often said that as God puts himself into creation, he puts himself into us. He doesn't just create from a distance and let it go. When God creates, he invests himself in that process and in the final results. 
Creation exists and you and I maintain life because a spark of God is within us. His life, his very life, sustains us. It lives in, in, him, in, in us, he lives and breathes, and his being flows. And so if high on God's list of duties is creation, then so too it is on ours. Because if we're made truly in the image of God, then we take on the priorities of God in our own lives. We too become empowered to create. And that's why inside every human being is this need and desire to become the person we were made to be, to become the person we were made to be. All of us have the ability to carve out our niche in life, to figure out what our unique thumbprint is and how we're going to leave it along life's path. All of us have each day before us to take as a canvas and artistically create how that is going to look and how it is going to flow. Each of us have been endowed with our own gifts, unique unto us, to share and to allow others to benefit from just as we benefit from God's gift. This ability to create is within the human person. And it's when we lose sight of this that we often get distracted and lost. We, we become too self-absorbed. And when we do, we find ourselves sometimes more in darkness than in the light. But when we find ourselves giving back and making life better for someone, Life is then better for us as well. We need the Holy Spirit in order to accomplish this task, whether we realize that in our minds and hearts or not. It is the Holy Spirit that propels life. The Holy Spirit is God's life-giving breath, the creative force of life. So if we are going to create and if we are going to have a positive impact on ourselves and others, it is by the grace of God that we do so, and by the grace of the Holy Spirit. When the disciples were first touched by the Holy Spirit, their lives profoundly changed. They didn't go back to the business as usual, but the Lord sent them out and said, go and preach. And so with the power of the Holy Spirit behind, behind them, they changed themselves and then became instruments of change for others. They didn't care about what they were leaving behind. They didn't become self-focused or overly concerned, but they allowed themselves to express what was within and announce the good news of God's kingdom. From self-absorption to self-expression. You see, all of us can struggle with that movement in our lives. And we all go through times when we find ourselves perhaps a little bit more self-absorbed than we would even like ourselves. Maybe we're struggling with something that we need to work out. Maybe some past stuff is still hounding us in the present that I haven't quite dealt with or I haven't resolved yet. Maybe I've got some unchecked anger or resentment going on. Maybe there's a relationship that I haven't healed. Maybe there's something that's pressing on me, that's hounding me constantly. 
and keeping me more focused on my own self than on the needs of others. And we find ourselves tripping over this all of the time. Well, it is by the gift of the Holy Spirit that we can move from worrying more about ourselves to focusing more on the other. And when we can do that, when we can free ourselves up from ourselves, then God can step in and do wonderful things. And that's what happened in the lives of the disciples. They trusted, they went, and they did. I'm sure if we had an opportunity to talk with them, they never would have imagined that life would have turned out the way it did, that they ended up where they did, and how the road ended, and sometimes not so nicely, for many of them. But yet they went, and they did, as the Lord commanded. If we look at the gifts of the Holy Spirit, things like wisdom, understanding, piety, wonder and awe, right judgment, courage, all of these things are necessary tools for turning that dial from self-absorption to self-expression. All of these things, even if we unknowingly stumble upon them, have the power to change our life and affect change in other people's lives. Heard a great story the other day, great story, about a young man who happened to be in a fast food joint. This is true. And as he was there, he met an older woman who was obviously disheveled and not a lady of means. And she was struggling to pay for her dinner, so he offered to pay that for her. And then that led to a conversation about how she was afraid that she wouldn't be able to get back home. Obviously, she walked to wherever it was they went. And so the young man, probably about 20 years old, offered to bring her home. And when he did, he realized that that meal that she bought was really meant to be shared with other folks in the house. And so it dawned on him that his grandmother was at the food pantry. So he said, wait a minute, I'll be right back. And he leaves her and he goes over, gets his grandmother to put some bags of groceries together, brings those bags of groceries over to the lady who was then able to have more food to share with those within her household. An incident, very simple, changed him and he changed lives. By his own power, absolutely not. The work of the Holy Spirit allows these things to happen within us. And this change can happen in simple ways. You see, we don't have to leave the shores of Glastonbury or East Hartford or Portland or wherever we come from to gather here in this place and go somewhere else in order to preach the good news. All we have to do is work with our lives, the simplicity of our lives, to listen and be attentive to the voices around us, to the circumstances and the needs that present themselves. But here's the problem. If we're so focused here, we can't see out there. If I'm more worried about where I have to be and what I have to do, as that young man could have been that day, more concerned about where he needed to be rather than what this poor woman was going through, he could have easily just walked right by her and went on his way as most of us sometimes do. But to take the moment to stop, wisdom, understanding, courage, right judgment, all gifts of the Holy Spirit kicked in. And he was able, in a very simple way, 
to bring faith where perhaps there was no faith, hope where perhaps there was no hope, and love where love was needed. You see, simple gifts shared in simple ways, we change, and through the gifts and power of the Holy Spirit, others can change as well. It's spreading the gospel here, today, right now. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.